to a brand new episode of the Traction Podcast, where we talk about racing game, sim racing, and esports. I'm Tom, and joining us today is Justin Sutton. How are you? I am well. How are you? Yeah, really good, thanks. Uh, today, we are going to talk about Grid. And if you aren't aware, you might have seen uh, Grid Legends trailer was announced recently. This game is the racing game that's coming out in 2022. Are you pumped for that, Justin? Uh, I'm definitely very interested. Uh, you know, there's a lot of yeah. hype around it, a lot of chatter. Um, mm. Obviously, it's something that, uh, as social media manager uh, at Traction, I've certainly, you know, had my eye on it. I've been covering it. I know some yep. people uh, in the community who are especially uh, excited about it as well, right. too. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in it. it. It seems like it's had a lot of production value behind it. It seems like a lot of prep, a lot of work has gone into it. So, I'm curious. Yeah, it looks like a polished yes. EA title in a way, even though it's by Codemaster. Yes. This is their first sort of track, or second track racing game after F121 under EA stewardship and their second mm-hmm. game. Oh, actually, the first game kind of announced maybe under EA, you could argue. Yes. Um, so it, it could be a big deal. Uh, in fact, EA had a big press conference recently, and this was the first game they showed with uh, great detail. But we haven't seen any full raw gameplay yet so early days and we don't know the release date um so we thought okay let's discuss our hopes and dreams for grid legends but for those who don't know let's quickly run through the grid series because there is a history and a legacy there uh and i do believe not many people are fully up to speed with this because i feel like and this could be very wrong that these games were very popular in europe mm-hmm. or the uk not so popular in america and maybe not even in australia either um and there are a few reasons for that. I think back in the day, Codemasters was very uh, European-centric with its marketing. And also, uh, a lot of the content in there was more... The, the, the legacy of the series is more about like British touring cars, for example. Yes, tin-top sports cars. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not hugely popular in America, although I'm sure there are some fans. Yes. I mean, how many of these grid games have you played, uh, Justin? So I have played, I think, one. I th- yeah. and I, I I can't remember. So if I did play uh, Grid yeah. Autosport, uh, was the yeah. one that I believe I, I dabbled in very very briefly, um, but it, it was very very brief. And yes, you're right. It's definitely a series that get you know we're much more of a Need for Speed sort of country than we are mm. a Grid country, which you know I would say is probably a fault, honestly, because well, objectively it seems like uh you know sort of at least in recent years a little bit better of a video game. But I mean, uh, you know, we do we certainly do get them over here. There's a um, yeah. there's a, a, a sort of medium to large size streamer that I uh, that I've been following for a number of years here in America. Uh, who does grid, not autosport. I don't remember which one it is. It might be grid two. Uh, yeah, I think it is grid two. I think he does grid two with his, like with his community sometimes. Okay. Not every time, not even every week, you know, maybe just yeah. once a month or something like that. Something re- pretty, pretty basic, but it does get over here. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's a bit more of a hidden gem. Yeah. I, I'm, we're not saying that there's no one in America playing it. <laughs> right. At all. It's just a bit more <laughs> niche. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah. And so, Certainly, you're not going to see any adverts on the TV for it here. Right. But now you see you might because there's the might of you behind it. They're in the big press conference ahead of the Battlefield game and the skate games mm-hmm. that they were talking about and the FIFA's and the Maddens. So clearly, it's worth paying attention to now more than ever because a big American company is is behind the marketing of it. Mm-hmm. But just for context, we'll rattle through here now, sort of an abbreviated history. So it actually starts back in sort of 
the PlayStation 1 era on PC as well with the Toka games, uh, Toka Touring Cars, or Toka, you might want to pronounce it different ways. <laughs> this, these were two official games of the British Touring Car Championship. So it was singular focus. Okay, there were some unlockable cars, but very old-fashioned games in the 90s. They were really good at the time and very... Okay, were simulators around then? Probably not, but <laughs> they were very, very difficult. Very yes. And very authentic. Switched to the sort of the PS2, Xbox era, and that morphed into what's called Toka Race Driver. Oh, and there was three of those games. Toka Race Driver 3, John has uh, a long playthrough series on our YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. we both watched. Right, Episode 23 was last as of this recording, something like that. Yeah, up in the 20s. He's nearly finished with those, so we'll have to think of a game to, <laughs> to replace it. Maybe um, Grid. <laughs> yeah, maybe Grid. Yeah, something like this. Um, and only one of those games had British touring cars in, and they sort of just changed into like a, a melty part of all sorts of different ideas. There was like monster trucks, there was IndyCar, there was Australian supercars, all this stuff in there. And that's where these games get their name from. So there was Tucker Race Driver 3. Following that, there was Race Driver Grid. And mm-hmm. there's the crossover point. So there was no mm-hmm. Toker in the name anymore, which was the organizing body of the British Touring Cars. It's kind of weird how they had that. Mm-hmm. But they just sort of said, right, it's Race Driver and we're going to call on Grid because it's cool. And that was... Um, 2008, and this was like height of 360 PS3 battle and era. Uh, really popular game for me. I found some good friends playing this game online a lot. Um, I don't know if you came across this game back in the day, but there was recently an article we have on our website explaining why it's still arguably the best one. <laughs> yes, uh, and yes, I did read that article, um, and uh, it sounds very interesting to yeah. me in particular. Um, the the crash physics you know the the damage model that kind mm. of stuff um um there was mention of uh running into things off the track that would you know deform and stuff like that which i mean that's stuff that you don't get in uh, in some racing games in 2021 exactly. exactly it was really innovative for the time when it really felt like oh this is a whole new era for gaming uh, and it had a really lovely menu aesthetic and background music. I mean, F1 2010 had a similar theme as well. So there were lessons learned from Grid, I think, to, even though it was a different different studio. There was certainly the Codemasters theme transferred across mm-hmm. into that game and the damage modeling. Um, it had good onboard cameras for the cars. Uh, AI rivals would sometimes spontaneously spin off and have a crash, which, which felt, I don't know, it was canned, but it, it, it didn't do it in a obvious way so they were really mm-hmm. good and the graphics were amazing and it was one of the first games that really played well online i think and that was kind of why it had a big audience sounds like the physics were a bit off not terrible they were. No, just they were. a bit off <laughs> from, what, from the article off, that i read <laughs> but it was kind of fine for the time gotcha because there was no other real games um it's only in retrospect that it seems exactly. a bit odd <laughs> that's the part that doesn't hold up i don't think gotcha gotcha but then we've had this big blockbuster success game or certainly in europe and it was five years till grid two the race driver name is jettison and mm-hmm. i don't know why why there was this long wait and it came out and on metacritic it's got about an 80 i think which is good good but didn't hold my attention certainly like the first one did uh, mm-hmm. And I was quite disappointed by by a lot of it. Um, they tried to have this feature called Live Routes. So the work, basically the, the first game had a mixture of rail and fictional circuits, mm-hmm. more centered towards rail circuits. 
Grid 2 was more focused about these fictional street circuits and stuff mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. they could implement live routes, which was basically sometimes you'd go to a corner and it would be a right turn instead of a left turn. They hyped it up, but it was like, you'll never know what's coming next. You kind of did. <laughs> I didn't really have, it didn't really affect my gameplay. Right. Well, it's going to be a left or a right. There's really yeah, only two uh, yeah. options. Right. It's, it's not, not like, like it's going to be a loop de loop or. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not the right game for it, I didn't think. Right, right, right. Um, and there was a weird that Chris Harris did some advertisements. I don't know if you remember any of those. That I do those. remember. I do remember seeing the Chris Harris video stuff, which was. A combination of both interesting and a bit of cringe, I would say. I would say as so. well too. Because <laughs> he's sort of say not saying anything, but in those trailers, he's like driving around Brands Hatch, he's drifting a Pagani. In the game, you're not really doing that. Or it's certainly not a, a realistic game in any way. Right. So, they they almost treat it like a simulator or something. Like um yeah. I, I remember th- they were they were almost talking like it was um like a training tool to help you get faster at the real life brands hatch. And it's like, I'm, it. eh, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, it's, not. it's certainly not in, you know, a console game, certainly not in 2013. Yeah. And for me, the handling got worse between this and the first, which was a real and surprise. That was mentioned in the article too, as well on our, uh, on our website. Yeah. That's just a personal opinion, but it was like, right. All right. We've waited five years and this is a regression. So yeah. I don't know what, what was going on there. Uh, so then, uh, the next one came out just a year later. So it's like, oh, wow, we've had five years and then we've had two. And I don't know what they're trying to do there. You know how like um, Dirt 5 is like an arcade off-road brush thing and Dirt Rally 2 is more of a sim? I'm wondering if they were kind of trying to do that. Mm-hmm. So the next one is called Grid Autosport. So mm-hmm. the clue is kind of in the name. And it was all focused about rail tracks and rail motorsport as opposed to Grid 2, which was like street tracks. They're going to change the route all the time. And Grid Autosport had, you know, a load more real racetracks, which was great. Mm-hmm. It had some more touring cars, which I love. Handling was still kind of... Uh, I just think by this point, other games had improved that element. So you had like this serious facade, but arcadey handling didn't really mm-hmm. work for me, really. I don't know if you remember any part of this game. So um, Grid Autosport, weirdly, the thing that I remember most about it um, is that, so that one came out and I was into F1 games at the time. So at that right. stage, I was starting to get back into racing games. So um, when Grid 2 came out, I was into, I was in, I was playing F1 2012, F1 2013 and Grid 2 came out and I was like, mm, no, that just, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's for me. Grid Autosport then came out, though. F1 2014 was very lackluster. It was the last uh, of the exactly. generation. And I, so I was just, I was I was interested in, you know, seeing what else was available in, in 2014, in, in 2014 in terms of uh, racing games. And I remember looking into Grid Autosport. I think I may have played it at a friend's house, now that I'm thinking of it, yeah. or something like that. Because, uh, again, I definitely don't own it in my Steam library. But I have a very distinct memory of driving a kind of Formula Renault 3.5 single seater type car around Dubai. I want to say like the Dubai Autodrome was like a really big track on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe it was uh, the Sepang circuit in Malaysia. Both both were in there. They were both in there. Okay, yeah. So again, I'm pretty sure I drove it at some point, but I think I didn't buy it. So Mm. it was one of those games that I think I ended up giving giving it a go, but I I ended up in the end not actually purchasing it. But I remember 
at the time I, um, I had recently upgraded to dual monitors. And I remember Grid Autosport had this function where you could have, you could play the game on your main monitor and you can have all of the HUD elements on your side monitor. That's cool. Which left your main monitor free of clutter so you could really focus on the racing and stuff like that. And then when you needed to glance over and, you know, have a look at the track map or what position you're in or your lap times or whatever, you know, you could just do that, could have a quick glance over. Um, and it's something that has never been replicated to my knowledge. Um, and it's just, I've always thought it's very, very strange because I think I don't actually have any figures to back this up. I wish I'd looked this up now before we started recording, but uh, I would love to know the percent of like PC gamers, for example, that have two monitors. It's probably a lot higher than than we think. You know, a lot of them have three. Setup, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, it really does. Two monitors seems to be hugely popular. You know, one for one for gaming, one for other stuff for your Spotify or, or whatever, you know, for your chat rooms mm. and, and stuff like that. Um, and I thought it was super cool that that Grid Autosport was was thinking about that kind of stuff. And I thought for sure, which I think you kind of mentioned earlier, <laughs> like, surely this is this is going to be a change. And that was what I thought. I was like, oh, this is it. You know, every <laughs> racing game from here on out is now going to have dual monitor support. Yep. and. The exact opposite happened. None of them had dual. It never was replicated, oh. and it, it, to my knowledge, anyway. Mm. Um, you know, we have games that support um, triple monitor, but nothing what like what Autosport did, where you specifically have a main monitor and then a, a monitor just for yeah. data and stuff like that. Uh, triple monitor support, I think, is widely supported by racing games. Dual monitor support, not so much. Yeah, and I think that is a perfect, that encapsulates actually the, the weirdness with this game series is there's a lot yes. of good ideas and not all of them are sort of carried on or mm-hmm. pushed upon or built upon. And then there are also some slightly weird ideas as well. So I'm not entirely sure it's entirely had a clear direction and positioning in the market. If you actually look through each one and we're not quite finished the, the catch-up, they've all got like a different shtick Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bit weird. Uh, but I'd also just like to retouch upon, yes, I've forgotten, of course, F1 2014 missed the, at the time, next-gen gen jump to mm-hmm. uh, new PC hardware and console hardware. And the same was for Grid Autosport. And a, mm-hmm. a lot of Grid Autosport was a rehash of old content, unfortunately, just yeah. in a more serious way. And so it left me feeling a bit flat. I also, unfortunately, the career was quite lengthy and I suffered from three game save corruptions, which was a, a known ooh, bug at the time. Ooh. And I gave it at that point. But interestingly, the game recently came back out again on Switch. Um, <laughs> uh, this was maybe, ooh, uh, 18 months to a couple of years ago, it came out on Switch quite oh, recently, okay. which is very surprising. And uh, maybe the gameplay <laughs> suited that more handheld platform a bit better, yeah. where, where you can... Uh, get away with that having a realistic handling model, for example, you know. But, I can see that working. Yeah, it works. Um, and then the the weird game was it came back again in the series with a game just called Grid. This is 2019. <laughs> this is recent. That was a thing in the 2010s that people, you know, like Battlefield decided to yeah. call their new game Battlefield 1 and the Xbox One was called that. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> oh my God, guys, just give it another, just call it yeah. Grid 3. Come on, please. <laughs> I know. So we've just got Grid. Uh, which was the last game I ever received on a physical disc for review. Wow. Uh, old school. Um, I was a bit let down by it, I think, mm-hmm. uh, because it looked be- much better than the previous Grid games. Mm-hmm. 
most of the cars and tracks were in previous grid games. There was a lot of stuff carried over from auto sport, just up spuffed, if that's a term. <laughs> and, and this was the one that the had like, one. uh this had Fernando Alonso in it and stuff like that, right? Oh, yes, correct. So Jamie Chadwick's in there. I forgot uh-huh. about that. And mm-hmm. Fernando Alonso's there. And Fernando Alonso did a lot of the marketing for the game. Or well, not a lot of, but he was the figurehead for the game. Mm-hmm. In fact, recently there was a weird Logitech advert for the steering wheel, and he's playing this version, this grid with it. <laughs> I'm going to say now, this is not an appropriate game to play with a wheel. It works, not very well. <laughs> That's funny. That is that, funny. That, 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 the thing, things. Are, I think the, my problem with this game is it's stuck between either be an outlandish arcade racer game, which is great, yeah. fine, I'd love it, or be a more serious game, authentic level, or even a sim. It's it's none of those three sectors. It's um, like the uh, it's almost like the in in my mind or what my mind is going to. It's like the opposite of uh, like the Forza games. Like the Forza games have found yeah. the perfect balance between sim and arcade. And yeah. Grid twenty nineteen doesn't hit that balance, right? Yeah, it, it somehow found all the worst parts of sim yeah. and, and arcade rather than the best parts. It just doesn't. It's all about the the vehicle handling at the end of the day. For me, that makes a good racing experience. Whether that is accessible or not, I don't mind. We're not saying it has to be a sim, but it has to be enjoyable and make you come back for more. And the gameplay mechanics has to be rewarding. And and also just overly, it just it just felt like I've played all this content before in the previous ones. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's there. It's a thing. It looked pretty. I remember looking looking at it like pre-release and stuff, and being like, "Wow, it looks." really good it almost looked like a precursor to dirt five in terms of like visuals and mm. stuff like that it was like the initial and actually uh wasn't that around the time of onrush coming out from yeah, similar codemasters time. yeah so I, I i feel like that one you know had a lot of like um smoke flares on the side of the racetrack and like mm. strobing lights and lasers going off in the background and it did if you were racing at night it had some cool right. visual effects mm-hmm. and that was that was quite nice, but bright colors. But the track designs when you're doing those street circuits for me weren't weren't that great. And again, I think a lot of those were based on the stuff in uh, Grid Two. So it was I like, remember the was yeah. the was the the niche thing for that one or the the because you mentioned each one has their own kind of like little, well, little quirk about them. Was hmm. that one the AI? Because I remember the AI like each individual person like had a specific personality Correct. or something like that. Correct. Oh, that is a good memory that I'd forgotten until you mentioned it. Yes. If you smash into someone twice, they become your rival and they become yes. more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad game. It just it was just a bit underwhelming. There were some good mm-hmm. ideas. I just felt like it was a, a dev team working very hard with the content that they had to try and... Good ingredients maybe in the bad measurements, you know, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those funny things that's hard to put your your finger on but yeah it just the the end product just ended up being and i remember that too because i was um i was working in social media i don't know if i should say who at the time when the game came out and um i was mildly involved in promoting it um as part of uh, fernando alonso's esports team and with him being involved in it so i was I, i had i had that little bit so i was excited about it coming out and then it came out and everyone I talked to was like, it's a bit crap. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, maybe I won't buy it then. Like I was, well, I was actually thinking like, I'm going to buy this one. And then everyone was like, I don't recommend it. <laughs> so Yeah. I mean, I do. I, I would like to clarify again. I do sound very down on it. I just think, unfortunately, the, for me, the first one is a high watermark of the series still. And maybe there's a rose tinted spectacles element to that. 
Right. But it just didn't give me the same energy and feeling that, that those games did. But hey, that's the grid series at the minute. You can pick it up really, really cheap on a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to try and get up to speed for Grid Legends, this will give you a good taste, I think, of what that will that will be. Um, and that kind of leads us on to the to the new one and our hopes and dreams from that. Although just before then, I do believe Grid from 2019 is going to be part of EA Play. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, we month. we just yeah we we just recently well or maybe I don't know. It's it's a bit confusing. confusing. There's but yes, uh, once again, there is an article on Traction.gg. Uh, for anybody that miss, missed it, who isn't following the social media and reading every single word that I put up on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram. Which you should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like, yeah, the 2019 one is is potentially coming to EA Play. There's a yeah. bit of confusion around what exactly is coming to EA Play. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a mess when you add in Game Pass levels and tiers and stuff. Yep. But it, it might be on... Yes, no, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> right, But right. this month... If you have a certain subscription to some service, you might be able to play it for no additional charge. Yep. So if you want to get a feel for Grid Legends, then there's that. Although it's been like three pounds in sales many times before. So do you think it's it, going to carry over? Like, do you think the physics? Because that that is a very yeah. short time. That's only two years away, and we've had coronavirus yeah. in the meantime. So yeah. I'm going to assume the physics and the handling are going to be pretty similar. Yeah. So let's let's jump to Grid Legends, and I feel it looks very promising. We'll cover that in a second. But I am I am my concern is this what you've mentioned there and the physics and how it's going to feel. Yeah. And in the brief gameplay or trailer snippets we've seen, there's nothing to say that anything has changed other than Mm -hmm. it looks shinier and sharper again. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm not sure. One thing that is in Grid Legends that isn't in Grid, this is so confusing with the names, is drifting. And that indicates Mm. to me that maybe they are trying to refine the, the mechanics a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that that was, uh, that was a part of it. Um, yeah. certainly our resident drifter arrow was, uh, was made aware of it as well too. And, yeah. But he had the exact same thought. He was like, Hmm, let's see how it plays. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for a series that's probably known for its origins in touring cars and stuff. Most of the grid games actually have had a drift mode in particular grid auto spot had a, a strand of the career, which Based mm. around drifting only, I think. I did not know that actually. I didn't get that far into it. Yeah, there was there was also there was that endurance as well, which had eight lap races. Ooh, that's not really endurance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, they they were. I quite enjoyed the drifting in Grid Autosport because mm. the handling wasn't very serious. But when I you're see. sliding around, it was like it was quite good at that. Right. So, but then. The other element about Grid Legends is when, if you read the press material, and there is an article on the Traction website again, um, they talk about some new tracks like ooh, through the streets of uh, London, I think. Um, but then it also mentions the total number of cars and tracks. And to me, straight away, that says, right, that's everything that was in Grid from 2019 rehashed <laughs> again, because that was a rehash to start with, with right. a load of new stuff on top. So I am. Not concerned, but I would like to see more to know what's been changed, and we'll we'll hear more in subsequent months. I'm I'm sure about that. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But the, but the main thing, the main focus was a story by the looks of things. 
Yes. Yeah. I think that is worth talking about um, uh, early on because yeah, there's uh, people who have watched the trailer and I I'm assuming anybody who's listening or watching this podcast has probably seen the trailer at this stage, but um, it's very cinematic. There's a, a, a lot of real people or what appears to be real people. There, there are times yeah. even in the trailer where I go, am I watching a real life person or is this CGI? And and I have old man eyes. I know that I'm on the wrong side of 35, unfortunately. So say it well. <laughs> Same with the eyes. Yep. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, yeah. In fact, we're probably on a similar sort of level <laughs> when it comes to that. But uh, yeah. So I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, I I don't know if this is real life, and and I'm yeah. I'm hugely impressed by it though. Um, and I have to say, the acting that's going on, because let's be honest, it's acting, whether it's CGI or not, it's acting. Mm. Um, is quite good like really good like yeah. shockingly good like better than some tv shows i've seen recently kind of good like uh it seemed and and i touched on this on uh, my personal twitter account uh when when the trailer when the trailer first came out i was like i i'm super con- confused about why i seem to like this why this seems so interesting to me because if you had told me like Oh, we're gonna make a grid game, but with live action cutscenes and stuff. I because I'm you know one of those gamers that's like skip, skip, just go to the. I just want to get to the race. I do not care about the storyline or what any of these people have to say. And that's for racing games, RPG. You know, it doesn't matter what genre of game I'm playing. I'm just gen generally, unless it's something like a cyberpunk or something like that. I'm very uninterested in the story. Mm, um, I'm kind of with you on that. But this, I don't know. This seems like something where it's almost worth playing just for the story. <laughs> yeah, I feel that that is what they're aiming for with the reveal. But mm-hmm. the focus is so much on that. Yes. Then I would hope that the game, that's the main part of the game in a way. I know that if I'm really into sim racing and stuff, I might be like, well, why is there a story in a racing game? But if that's the right. main focus... And the whole game is going, well, okay, we're not even going to try and say we're even realistic in any way. Mm-hmm. We're going to be this big, bombastic, explosive game with this big, crazy Hollywood-style story. Then that not oh. that just a fun distraction? Isn't that a more focused grid game than potentially other grid games, I think? And I have Where's, to say, you know, uh, I, I, I really hope it's an open-ended story. Uh, ah. which is not something that you and I talked about before this call at all, but I did mm. want to mention that I have high, high, high hopes that it's an open, you know, because if it's the same cutscenes every playthrough for every person, I think that's going to get uh, a bit boring, a bit stale rather quickly. If, you know, if I were to find out that I'm having the same experiences as everyone else who's playing the game, that would diminish the experience that I'm having. You know what I mean? I, I would, you know, if that veil mm. was pulled back to reveal that really it's just the same story for absolutely everybody, I think that would actually, you know, totally ruin it for me. Right. Or it would really hurt it. It would really yeah, hurt it. Yeah, it would lessen the yes. anticipation. I would yeah. love it if there was like five different endings for the game. You know what I mean? That sort of yeah. thing. Like that I would mean, be amazing. That, I would agree that that is amazing because I've just come off the back of playing Breaking Point in Formula One 2021, yeah. Also by Codemasters, different yep. studio, mm-hmm. but um, and I I really enjoyed it for what it is, mm-hmm. but it is but that game is not mainly about that, yeah. If that makes sense. So that's fine that it's not necessarily a, like a branching thing or you know it's about six hours long or something. And I really enjoyed it and I thought it really added to the game. But 
this feels like from this trailer that there's it's a much greater emphasis on this story. So therefore, maybe it has to be a bit longer and adding complex elements like branching storylines. But then at the same time, I'm thinking, oh my word, the work involved to do that must be insane. Enormous, yeah. Yeah. But you, just quickly on the visuals, it's using extended reality, which I believe is what the Mandalorian used to sort of capture its style. Gotcha. So I think it is real actors, but then it's somehow made to look kind of like a video game. But, and I have to say, all the actors seem really good. I don't remember everybody's names and all and all that kind no, of stuff. But Nuti Gatwar, I think, I think that's pronounced correctly. He was in uh, Sex Education on Netflix. So that's good, well-known acting talent on that part. And so but, there's clearly investment there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it seemed like everybody uh, really was, you know, and, and that's in my experience as an avid TV and movie watcher, which I, I am very much into my TVs and my TV shows and movies. Um, a lot of times that's down to the direction uh, when yeah. everybody is a good actor on your show uh, <laughs> or movie, then that's probably because you've got a good director. And mm. I don't I don't I don't know anything about the creation of this new Media. Grid Legends game. I have no idea how that's yeah. how that's being approached. But um, I do think it's kind of funny that um, it seems to have better CGI and acting than Codemasters' flagship title with the officially licensed yeah. uh, global motorsport. Weird. And then they've got this weird grid game coming out two years after the last grid game, and it seems to have better CGI and mm. acting and writing and directing than F1 2021. It's like they've not worked in parallel there, which is a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because F Breaking Point is like in-game engine. This is using yep. some different system. Kind of odd. I guess they're it, aiming at yeah. different audiences potentially, though, as well, right? Yes, yes, yeah, certainly. Although I would be curious to see who the older audience is. I wonder if Grid is being pushed to a Maybe. to a slightly older audience. Certainly, I would assume that it would be an older audience. You know, when you've got like uh, like. Um, I know one of the screenshots is is a whole grid of Shelby Cobras racing each other and stuff. <laughs> I would definitely say that's probably more of like an old man yeah. thing rather than a, a young kid thing. So, um, so yeah, maybe maybe this one is meant to be more for um, you know young adults and and full on adults maybe. like ourselves and stuff like that. I'm, maybe. I'm not entirely sure. I do know uh, that I have uh, a, a good friend. Uh, who works in social media, who is absolutely obsessed with the Nathan McCain character. <laughs> absolutely obsessed yeah. with Nathan McCain. And I have to say, I do He's like his livery. His livery looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting point. So Nathan McCain is actually a returning character and he's in every grid game. But he's never... I don't think he's ever spoken. He's basically just... He's just given, like, written lines name. or, yeah... No, I don't think it's even... Not even, li- not even written lines, okay. I don't think... I mean, I'll have to go back now and play the old... He's just a rival on the track, basically. But he's just basically a rival on the track. And basically, the right. livery is Raven West... Uh, is it Motorsport? It's Raven West mm-hmm. Motorsport, yeah. And in the screenshots, there's one of uh, Aston Martin Valkyrie racing variant as well. It's like black with red on there. Mm-hmm. It says Raven West. Uh, in that Cobra screenshot, one of them is in that livery as well. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a squad. Mm-hmm. and But Nathan McCain is the most prominent and he's the only returning character in this series of games. And like I said, I don't think he's ever really had a voice. He's certainly never been on screen. Mm-hmm. And so now he's the main antagonist in um, Deep Grid Legends. He's got a face. He's got a voice. He's acting. He's having a brawl. So that's um, 
a, a big departure, but it's also, if you are into grid law, if that's a thing, I don't think it is. <laughs> he is a re- recurring character. Basically, he's always been your main rival. Whenever there you are, get to the end. There are people into grid law, I can guarantee. It's a, it's a wide... Colorful world out there, <laughs> and I guarantee yeah. you there is a grid Wikipedia out there, and people are furiously updating it every time new footage comes well, out. And I salute them because I, they are yeah. true heroes. <laughs> I don't doubt you. Yeah, I should have checked that before. And, um, but wh- whatever happens, like when you get sort of either the main goal is to beat River West and Nathan McCain, or mm-hmm. the end race would would be against them. I think in the 2019 grid it kind of sets up a little like rivalry at the start, but then there's literally nothing else in the rest of the game. So this is much more in depth, um, but that will be, I, I just don't think most people care about him. Mm-hmm. They won't mm-hmm. know this. And that's kind of fine if it's a good character in this story. So who knows so that? that is the I context. mean, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, it, the game will do amazing and uh, he will end up becoming, you know, a bit of a household name when the it comes to Devin racing Butler. game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, who knew that Devin Butler was going to be such a well-known name? Who, right. who knew that he Twitter was going to get... Now and everything. Yeah, exactly. He's got an article on our website about <laughs> him and he doesn't even actually exist. So, yeah. I mean, certainly it is possible. And I have to say, um, a, a long time ago, we did a podcast and I talked about um, Tokyo Extreme Racer Zero and kind of like the story aspect of that and how you, um, you know, develop your way up through the underground world of racing. And, there, you know, there's people's names and they have like, I can't, you know, like there's a guy with a Viper. He just, ha- he's the guy with the Viper. You know, he, <laughs> I, I probably knew his name at the time when I was playing the game, but I like that. I like that, uh, that the new grid game is going to have you know, like a rivalry, exactly. Somebody that you can get upset, upset about and stuff yeah. like that. I, I, and also it does seem hugely, it's, it's got a huge variety to it as yes, well. That's the, what I was going to say. Yeah. The cars it's that we've seen or, or even trucks that we've seen, because there are racing trucks in the game as well too, um, with, you know, drifting and, and classic muscle cars and the Valkyrie and, and so on and so forth. And just knowing the history of grid, which we literally just talked about, uh, certainly it's easy to imagine a smorgasbord of cars right. being available. Um, and we've already seen a lot already. So, um, yeah, I, I think it, it, it could be, it could be really good. It certainly looks really good, but again, as you touched on kind of at the very beginning, we haven't seen gameplay yet and yeah. it's only been two years since the last one. And, you know, so um, plus with the track and car list being so big, I'm just suspecting a lot of it's carryover from the previous one. It is quantity um, over qualities these days. I'm kind of a lot of about that. with a lot of games. I feel, you know, like um, I, I follow some people on, on Twitter. I follow over a thousand people. So I, I no surprise. I have a story for oh. almost everything. Yep. Uh, but I follow some people on Twitter that are like, you know, responding to the Forza Horizon 5 news, sorry to go completely off topic, but they're like, oh, more cars. Yay. Just what Forza Horizon needed. Wow, you know what I mean? yeah. it's, like, it's like, that's not the problem with your game. And, and you know, sometimes I worry things like uh, a list of manufacturers or a list of cars or a list of locations is just a Band-Aid to cover up, you know, what, what is inherent problems with, with the game. But we hope that's not the case with this. Yes. One. High hopes. High hopes um, for this one. The weird thing as well, I'd like to touch on before I wrap up about the gameplay is there's eliminator races and there's a bit of a clip of that. Now we know that in the in the trailer where there's a big like racing truck and it smashes a Formula Ford. Mm-hmm. So there's multi-class races, 
when you dig into mm-hmm. it, I think it might only be in the eliminator races, uh, which is, reminds me of Wreckfest in a way because you just to smash yeah. people out and how that fits into a story about rail racing. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm wondering if Not that's sure. just like a side mode, online mode, in which case, brilliant. That's good fun. Uh, but if they try and integrate that into the story of real races and we're doing this thing, maybe it's Nathan play McCain playing esports in the game. Oh, that's far too much. <laughs> <in> my head. <laughs> yeah. So we'll 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 have to see. Yeah. Um, it, it's also coming to next gen consoles, and if you've got a PC, it'll be on the next uh, level of graphics cards. But again, don't know if it's running a new engine. It looks like the old game upgraded again to me. Um, but that was a new engine. It's worth pointing out. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Grid 2019 was like yeah. brand new from the ground up sort of situation. So honestly, I, I would say there is every chance in the world that they've refined that into something that rules. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there is every chance. Absolutely. Could be. Again, it's Tom and I are... Like- yeah, exactly. We're all optimistic, but conser- yep. you know, slightly concerned and, and all yeah, of this yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. But at the same time, you know, certainly I'm well aware there is every every chance that this game could be incredible. You know, who knows? This could be the racing game of the decade. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's certainly from what we've seen so far has potential. We just yeah. need to get more details. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think basically what we're trying to say is the Grid series has a lot of potential, a lot of good ideas. Yes, historically. So it's important to know the context before going into this, because I did see a lot, some social media comments and stuff of, oh, there's a story in a racing game. What is this? Put it in the bin. <laughs> but, but for me, if this game is not trying to even be authentic, it's just going for this engrossing story experience that's just a fun ride, then sometimes it's okay to put away the steering wheel and play something that's just going to yeah. drag you along and enthrall you. So that's what I'm hoping for, personally. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like there's no release date yet, but it feels to me yeah. like it's quite soonish so yeah. um stay tuned to traction and we'll we'll have all the details and i just suppose the the end result is listen it, you might have some rough opinions about this game but i think we're all excited it's another type of racing game and the world mm-hmm. needs new types of racing game to yes. push the genre on yeah, yeah. I, I hate to be really boring at the end of this podcast but i agree with everything you said ah. <laughs> we had a great thing going there for we a go while there but no, oh, I just got to agree with everything there. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Well, listen, if you're listening or watching on YouTube and you don't agree, that's fine. It Put is. your comment on the website or on the YouTube below. Let us know your initial raw impressions of Grid Legends. And also, if you've ever played or heard of the Grid series in, in the past, because we want to know then, you know, what sort of articles shall we write or produce or videos about the series so you can get up to speed. You know, should we do a history of Grid, for example? Nathan uh, McCain. Oh, Nathan McCain. Yeah, the back the backstory, <laughs> which is kind of non-existent. But all right, fine. So uh, on that note, uh, thank you very much for listening. Please do follow or subscribe on your audio platform of choice because it really does help out the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please uh, just give us a comment or a subscription. That will be really good. Uh, don't forget to visit traction.gg on a daily basis for the latest news, especially if you want to stay up to speed with Grid Legends, because I'm sure we'll have some more stuff about that very very soon and follow at traction gg on social media where justin and the social media team do a great job okay thanks for listening see you next time bye